You can listen to this episode of Welcome to the OC Bitches ad-free on Amazon Music. I watched it. You watched the whole thing? Yeah. I didn't fucking pull a Bilton. <laughs> hey, how'd you know? Shit? I got shit to talk about. You're so open about it. Me? Yes. About what? About how little homework you do. <laughs> uh, I, wa- I normally watch the episodes. My, I did not watch the entire episode of this one, but I had good reason. Oh, I wasn't specifically calling you out. All right, I'm going to have to cover for her, Mindy. <laughs> yeah, you are. Episode. That's why we have you here. Because you know that I am a yes. professional. Well, <laughs> I know that you have a lot to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Debatable if it's professional, but you have a lot to say. Yeah, and I'm not getting paid. I'm the opposite of a professional. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the OC Bitches. Welcome to the OC Bitches, season three, episode 25, The Graduates. I can't. I'm already crying. Okay, guys. I feel like Kat sitting over here is an honorary okay, bitch. I mean, us. welcome to the OC For Bitches. Sure. You're Definitely. an honorary you're bitch. You're not the first person to call me Our a bitch. Our unofficial, <laughs> official third co-host, Michael Cassidy. Hey. Look, I need to preface Woo! it with the fact that <laughs> this episode... Is so emotional, oh, and it's not just for the for the viewers or the content of the actual episode, but watching it back, getting into this, reading all of the um, you know interviews and reviews and everything online, it was so emotional for everyone involved, mm-hmm. and that we literally had to have somebody who wasn't involved in it to help talk about it with us. Yeah. that's Michael Cassidy. Yeah, and let me just say, along the lines of shots fired. I feel like you guys played a trick on me. You were like, (laughs) (laughs) you guys reached out. You're like, hey, Cassidy, come do this episode. I'm like, no problem. Sounds fun. Turn it on. No, I've never seen season three because I'm not in it. And I was like, whoa, fucking everyone. Seth's an arsonist. Like, let's not. The the lightest part is that Seth is potentially burning a full on structure down. And his parents are like, no, it doesn't matter. We love you anyway. Yeah. And that's like the <laughs> I fun feel like little appetizer. I specify in the beginning of the episode that it wasn't an entire building. There were a few rooms. <laughs> yeah. I don't listen to what you say. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it is. It's such a fucking heavy. It's brutal. Uh, it's brutal. So I turned it on this morning. I've been putting it off. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not Clearly. doing it. I don't want to do it. I can't see it. Yeah. I put it on this morning. I'm fucking sobbing at like the beginning. The music. Yeah. The graduation. And I didn't even get through the whole episode. Well, and also there's this weird fold in time for me personally because I didn't even watch the end of season two. (laughs) So that came, like, when the internet became a thing that you could send to other people really easily, then I got sort of a couple of weeks after it aired, this is the end of season two, the, like, killing of Trey. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> and the music thing that Wait, is you never so knew? powerful. Well, I, I knew, I guess I knew, but he I, hadn't, die. I hadn't seen it. Well, the, him, Trey didn't he, die. He, he survived. But yeah, we don't, we don't we need don't to make this a then. recap of season two for Michael. Okay. For, for an You're like, but I would one. prefer if we just stuck to the Zach storyline. <laughs> but, but this is what I'm saying. I left a show that was like, you know, George Lucas hanging out, love triangles, high fives, you know, and then <laughs> dudes are getting shot and car wrecks and arson. <laughs> yeah. 
And there, I gotta say, there aren't that many jokes in this episode, and I've left a comedy. Uh, well, why, that's why we have you here today, yeah. just to lighten the load, because I have it's to It's going to be about the trauma that I felt while I was watching it, though. I really want to unravel okay. that with you. <laughs> well, well, the first so I watched it at the beginning of the week and thinking, like, I'll be fine because I've watched it enough because I do She's watch. not the crier here. So then I get to the end and it's late at night. My hair's in a ponytail. I'm doing my first pass on it. And I... I literally was just like streaming, <laughs> sobbing because it finally got me. I didn't cry at all until the very end. And so because I had said to Rachel, because she said, I can't, I can't watch it. I just can't do it. And I said, you need to do it and you need to record yourself doing it. Well, you know, the uh, fans would like to see I you. I forgot that note. And, and so then I was like, oh my God, I'm going to record this. So I, I put it play on my phone and it's just like, <laughs> I guess we can insert it here. <sighs> we just watched this. Season three finale. Oh man! But um, but then then I watched it again last night, and I realized all of a sudden you would think that I'd be desensitized. I was crying at everything even more. It's just so heavy because you know what the episode is. So from the beginning, it's just like done. Well, and let's also talk about the fact really briefly before we get into the episode that. It's not just the actual content of this drama that we're watching. Everybody behind the scenes were going through something as well. I started remembering, it started kind of flooding back to me watching the scenes about how we felt on set. Mm. And I know like for Norman Buckley, our editor, he was devastated mm. um, to see that. And also it's, it's and, and I think even Matt Ramsey talked about how hard it was to do that, that episode to edit it. Josh well, he couldn't be here today, but he has some clearly some very strong feelings about mm -hmm. it. And because there's also this idea of, you know, well, we can get into it maybe later, but how, like, was it the right decision? Like, on one side, it was creatively awesome because it really served the characters in the next season. I mean, you think about the storyline that you were serving these other characters. But then at the same time, it was so devastating that um, there was such a strong reaction to to the whole thing. Um like girls couldn't go to school the next day and and to this day people still talk about it it's the one thing that we talk about on this show so well let's read the synopsis yeah let's get into it <laughs> it's graduation day for the core four not zach for some reason no it's weird i know you four, did so you, you dropped out and yeah i dropped out i mean i um you had bigger things well, because going you're on. Big, yeah. we found out that that you turned atomic county into a an animated show absolutely probably <laughs> Probably a precursor of what we now understand Marvel to be. <laughs> I was I was doing that in San Diego. You started Maybe Marvel. you yeah. were a senior and you graduated last year. I always had the opposite. It was kind of a Doogie Hauser thing where I was also a genius. You're, of course you made yourself like Doogie Hauser. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I had like, it that I was, I was like a genius. Smart. Yeah, yeah. I had to leave. I was two years younger than you guys, but in high school <laughs> and graduated before I okay, went to start. Okay, moving right okay, along. Great. Ryan's mom arrives to celebrate. Seth deals with the ramifications of his past actions. Summer wishes they could all stay together in Newport, and Marissa announces that she is leaving to be with her dad instead of going to Berkeley, peeling potatoes on a boat. There are a few good jokes about that. That is about her yes. doing manual yes. labor. That was okay. those are there were some jokes. <laughs> Directed by Ian Toynton, written by Josh Schwartz and Bob DeLaurentis. Is this just the only one that Bob did? I feel I like I don't know. He may have done more in season four. We'll find out. But Bob was our executive producer with. Anyway. Yeah, and the original air date was May eighteenth, two thousand six. Oh, that was the day. <laughs> that was the day. 
the day. Yeah. So the music it, died. So last episode we saw um Seth go off with the popo in cuffs. And uh <laughs> that's what happened, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I got that from previously on the OC. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and so now it's it's almost just a, maybe a couple hours later because they're it must be in the middle of the night, right? Because they're in they're the same waiting. clothes. Yeah, they're the yeah. same clothes and they're waiting patiently and um comes home and Seth says, apparently Seth said to Sandy, he denied everything, said he picked it up and left. And then, of course, he admits to the truth to Ryan. He's like, how do I how do I tell my dad he's the worst dad in the world than tell him this and the embarrassment? But I think it's like, why lie? Just because you want to get away with it. The consequences. Seth has like a lying theme going on. Yeah. As we know. I don't know. I don't know. He called him a bad. He called him a bad th- father, and then he made a stupid mistake. What do you think? I mean, look, <laughs> Peter Gallagher, Sandy Cohen is the the TV's greatest father ever, right? Yeah. So the best part of the rift is when they. I mean, I think that scene where he tells him the truth is. It was the first time I teared up in the episode. You teared yeah. up? Oh, multiple times. When you guys were in graduation gowns, <laughs> oh, it was God. over for me. That oh, yeah, song, no. Sobbing. I was wrecked. No, the song the, comes like, on, forget still it. still photographs intercut oh, with yeah. you guys talking to each other. I was just like, stop it right now. Yeah. Like, I was in so deep at that point. <laughs> it was so hard. I, But like I said, like, even in the beginning, and there's jokes like Taylor, they're setting up and they're putting the lays on the bleachers. And <laughs> yeah. She had a Korean barbecue, as she says, with yeah, her Not threesome. one of the best jokes in bim, the episode. Probably could not get away with that, uh, you know, yeah. nowadays, I feel like it was a little much. But even that, like, even during that, I'm like, I can't laugh. I can't be amused. You drop off a letter from, from Jimmy, and it's all downhill from there. Mm-hmm. Right. There's not a lot of storyline going on because of what there's a lot of like graduation and wrapping things up and mm-hmm. having these wonderful moments. Mm-hmm. But the one part of the storyline that's kind of giving us this uh, urgency is Volchek because when he goes out to help to move the car that he never moved, Volchek is there. Didn't you think that was weird when he was like, no, I'll go to the car. It's been on the street and I'll go move it. And yeah. Then it was he just almost forgot about it. it. it just. Yeah, I thought just he set it up so Volchuk could come. Well, that was him. the thing. But wasn't he doing something? Wasn't he like taking something out of the car? Or for was he... Seth. He, he was, was getting... going yeah. to get it. So for Seth, he goes, I'm going to go get it. It's in my mom's car. And he's like, oh, better go get it. Because he left it there when he ran right. from the for the car. But then he's he's like, you need to help me. And he's like, no, I can't do this. And we this is the first time we've seen like Volchuk is so desperate. He's got nothing to lose. And he's like, if you don't do this, dude, I'm going to say it. And literally at that moment, I was like, I guess I totally get Ryan saying, yeah, I got to keep this one under wraps. I've got to help this guy because my mom's coming. Like mm-hmm. I cannot let Seth just did this. The stakes are high mm-hmm. for if, if Volchuk tells, if he tells on him. Right. Right. Yeah. So. Ryan's like, Young adult life on this show is so much about leverage. Yeah. <laughs> Bless his heart. Yeah. I know. He's always getting leveraged or leveraging or <laughs> right. even the funny light stuff is like Seth leveraging him. <laughs> yeah. That's a really interesting take yeah, on it's it, actually. such a power dynamic. Right. Uh-huh. He's that constant savior hero. Well, the thing that oh. I love about Ben's performance that I am on the record on this show saying is that he has a lot of like power that is soft. And he's he's good at sort of like keeping the keeping Ryan's sort of personness while getting just totally worked over by either the system yeah. or Seth or in this storyline, uh, Cam's character, Volchek. Yeah. yeah. I like what a deep dive you you do on like the characters personally. Yeah. 
What about yeah. me? Does this sound deep? I wonder, <laughs> I wonder if it comes across as deep. <laughs> You're like, maybe you just aren't a no, deep person. A, it's this a, is deep it, for you. That makes a great <laughs> podcast. This is as deep as I get. <laughs> <laughs> so the next morning, though, you know, he, he says, sure, I guess I'll, well, I don't know. We don't know exactly what he's going to do at this point. But then Dawn arrives to speak with Kirsten. Uh, Kirsten. Kirsten. She did call her Kirsten she again. Did. She always Kirsten. calls her Kirsten. And we, we don't know nice if it's one. like a conscious choice she's made as an actress or if she just gets the name wrong Kirsten. every time. Yeah, Kirsten. People Isn't call that... her Kirsten. I've, I've heard people say that, but it is Kirsten. Kirsten. I'm, I'm trying to remember. If you called her Kirsten? Uh, well, no, 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 no. If I, do I ask or am I told on set if I'm mispronouncing? A you per- should be told. Definitely. Yeah. You, I would want to be told. You're saying, you're wondering what she did? Well, I wonder, with a name like that, I would instantly be like, okay, who on set is going to help me <laughs> pronounce one of the main characters' names correctly? And nobody correctly? helped you. I think it's a I'm great... sure it's happened. Oh, yeah. But then ADR, I can fix it. Ah. I, I can't... T- I had to say, instead of Bethesda, because I'm not from the East Coast, I said Beths- Bethesda once. Okay. And, and boy, people corrected me like that. I, uh, on it, set? Yeah, on set. Okay. People correct... I correct... But I feel like this is a good character choice. You think it's a character choice? That, I'm going to go with that. I, I mean, think, she says it so many times. It has to be. Kirsten. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think... It that is. name, you would live with that in real life all the time, right? So <laughs> yeah. why not present both, all the pronunciations on right. the show? That's yeah, true. Why not? Very realistic. Very realistic. But, yeah. It's, it's, oh, and thank goodness she didn't show up in the out the dress that she picked when we last saw her, which oh, was yes. all rhinestones and stuff. She showed up in very appropriate. Yes, I mean, appropriate it's, attire. It's yes, so refreshing to have her here and ben, and Ryan rocks up. He's like, hey, mom, like literally... This is the only episode we ever see Dawn where she's uh, feet on the ground, solid, yeah. sober. So. That, the Dawn stuff killed me. Not this scene, but everywhere she is afterward with the car and the... I know. I mean, I was just... <gasps> so we brought you on for comedy and it, it was dramatic. And, and you w- cried I had the a whole dramatic ex- experience about which I will try to be funny. No. But I had, <laughs> I had a dramatic experience watching no, this show. No, I think... I, you know what? Let's be real. Dude, I want as we were driving here, as I pulled off the freeway to get here and I was thinking about it and I I started missing up driving because I realized how emotional the whole thing was, not just shooting this. And it stayed with me for months after and then into season four because I had to stay in that. And the whole thing felt it wasn't just like we were doing our dialogue. We all felt the heaviness. It. I can see like my my oh, performance yeah. in this was odd to me mm. because I can see that it there wasn't just us saying the dialogue. It was Misha mm-hmm. leaving the show. No, yeah. It was heavy. If your New Year's goals are to manage your budget better and save money, you need Rocket Money. Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill, is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. I love to use Rocket Money to track my spending, and it gives you a breakdown of your finances to see where your money is going and how to improve. And the managing your subscription feature is a massive, it's a massive game changer. I agree. I had no idea how many subscriptions I thought I had canceled, and I realized I have not. And apparently, I'm not alone. Over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about. Like that streaming service you bought to watch just one show on, or that free trial that you never even used. Rocket Money will quickly and easily identify your subscriptions for you, so you can stop paying for the ones that you don't want. And Rocket Money makes canceling subscriptions as easy as a click of a button. Simply find the subscription you 
don't want and press cancel. And Rocket Money will cancel it for you. No more long hold times with customer service or tedious emailing back and forth. Stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash OC. That's rocketmoney.com slash OC, rocketmoney.com slash OC. So, you know, cereal as a kid was a big deal mm-hmm. when my parents actually let us have it. <laughs> but each sibling had our favorite and we would eat it at any time of the day. Sometimes I crave the nostalgic days of childhood cereal. Mm. So Magic Spoon has replicated your favorite childhood cereals to taste good. But each serving contains zero grams of sugar, except Honey Nut contains one gram of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and four to five net grams of carbs. So we do have a subscription that rotates for cinnamon. That's for Adam and fruity for me. But CG actually loves the frosted and the chocolate flavors. And I want to try the blueberry. I haven't tried mm. that one yet. Magic Spoon is also keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, and a soy-free way to relive those moments watching your favorite cartoons. It comes in tasty flavors such as cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, blueberry muffin, and maple waffle. I love this cereal. I love anything that tastes sweet. And this reminds me of all the cereals of my past. And Briar likes them too. (laughs) (laughs) Watching cartoons. I love that. Yeah. Head to magicspoon.com slash DOC to grab a custom bundle of cereal and try the magic for yourself. And be sure to use our promo code DOC at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash the OC and use the code the OC to save $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. There's the scene before graduation with Summer and Marissa, or when Marissa's telling her that she's going to go on the boat. Yeah. and like hugging her goodbye in that scene. Like I remember vividly just the feeling because it was like really goodbye. Yeah. You know, cause it, we, was, it real. was like, it was real. It's just, and I, like I keep saying the heaviness cause I keep feeling it and it's so f- sad. And you know what I'll say is like, I know Josh says like, you know, we shouldn't have killed her character, you know, and like maybe it would have went on and on, but because this happened, oh, spoiler alert, by the way, <laughs> Um, (laughs) you know, because that did happen, it's such more of like a conversation and a topic. And I feel like it's still talked about because it was so massive. Wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah. No, I mean, well, I just think it's important. This is the one thing that we can give the audience and let them know. This episode in particular, it was real. The emotion was real because we knew Misha was leaving. And I mean, God bless her. I could feel like Misha was a rock star in this episode. And I could feel that there were there were scenes that, you know, sometimes when you're doing a show 10 months out of the year, some, and we can do it like this. Yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes yeah. where we can kind of, there's better days than others where you're really like, I'm looking at the clock. I can't wait to get home to my child kind of thing. Yes. That can happen. Yes. And this was intense. Like I could feel her power. Mm-hmm. I could feel her in the scenes. And I remembered that as I was watching. I was like, oh, I remember that. So it was, I could, I just want to say it again. These were real emotions for us personally. And I think it was like that for everybody. It permeated through the whole set and everybody. Mm. Yeah. I think that you felt it most. Well, I do want to say that you brought up one of my favorite scenes in the episode is your scene with her. You both, Mindy and Rachel, 
do something that's really hard as an actor, you both have a scene where you get surprised and you both play surprised so authentically in this episode. Yeah. So your scene is when Caitlin arrives at Michael Norrie's house or your guys' house and you didn't expect to see her and it's odd that she's there. And my experience of shooting scenes like that in your role is that because you have experience shooting scenes in her role? I no, I just mean like in the <laughs> role that you play in that scene, which is the person who's like, "What are you doing here? How is this supposed to work?" That's how you're sort of like shepherding the storyline in right. that scene. I hate those scenes. Like I find it really difficult because the least surprising thing about our job is the scripted material. That's right. the part that you've had the longest. The exposition. Yeah, there might yeah. be somebody slip and hit their head, God forbid, on a C stand, and that's surprising. Jesus. But right. The- <laughs> I did that recently, a couple of years ago. What? Yeah, in a stunt, I like, and then I hit did my you, head. Did you get a concussion? No. You sure? No. Uh huh. <laughs> um, but Mindy, you are so surprised to see her, and it's like, isn't this weird? Isn't this weird? And you, it's you have a wonderful, simple performance in that huh. scene, and I want to That's acknowledge right. you for that. Mindy's like, really? Tell and me. And then more. in well. the summer, <laughs> dude, should we talk about it more? Yeah, yeah. Talk about it more. <laughs> Let me just see what I wrote down about it. And yeah. then in the summer, Marissa scene, I mean, you. Your performance is wonderful in that scene. Are you sure you didn't get a concussion? Because, like, I, there are a lot of compliments. Yeah, I had a concussion that made me fall in love with a couple of former coworkers. Oh, <laughs> that's really nice to hear you say you, that. Because she just totally blindsides you. And you are like, oh, and you're so summer, which is accepting <laughs> and loving. But Aww. also you really present your inner experience of it, even though it's not on in the words, in my opinion. Beautiful. And that is, it was very potent. Thank you. Yeah, you're well, welcome. Yeah, those are nice words, Michael those are Cassidy. Ni- I know, yeah. Michael. Yeah. That's why we well, keep thank you, you around. Thank you for sharing your gift with, with all of us. Oh, gee whiz, <laughs> You guys. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I feel like Zach needed to be here at graduation. I know. Yeah. I, have li- I wrote that down. You would have been a wreck. You would have been crying. You would have been curled <laughs> from all the like, emotion. It would have gone You would have been crying. It was strawberry blonde. Yes. Well, speaking of Caitlin showing up, <laughs> strawberry blonde, red. We cannot. You're never going to live that haircut. down. Okay. Ever. It looks good. Ever. Today. Ever. So, uh, but then Caitlin does show up and she does have that funny little exchange kind of, you know, this is, she's back for good and she gives us a little taste of what it's going to be like next year when she tells, um, you know, Mr. Roberts, Dr. Roberts, can you turn my A's into B's? <laughs> or, and he's like, oh, I think um, augment, augmentation is a conversation for your mother, Caitlin. <laughs> Like, he, no, he, I wonder if that's like a job, like if people are constantly talking about their breasts to people who have that job or if he should have actually had boundaries because he didn't really. He was sort of like, look, I wouldn't turn down a contract. <laughs> well, or I he was he just a real it. creepy guy. Yeah. Or he was a creep. Yeah, exactly. Well, he comes I, no, I think he handled it. Okay. <laughs> you do? As a doctor. I think he spoke like a doctor. She was being like a, augmentation. She, yeah. Talk to your mom. Mm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Because he knows she he he knows how to deal with a teenager, right? Kind of. The, oh, right. I, I'm his daughter. But then Julie was like, he's like, that's nice of her. She's like, yeah, too nice. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> she's like, she's me. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> she's me. So then we go into the scene, that, which I actually was so, because we've been so frustrated with Seth all of this time, all this line, all this like... Uh, which makes for great television because we're getting, we're having reactions. We're not apathetic. So he sits down with, or he goes to Sandy and, and says, you know, first he says, please don't do that cheer. 
Yeah. yeah. Which is like Seth, Seth or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. Insert cheer here, which is very cute. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, that one. Don't do that. And he goes, and uh, I actually smoked a joint, forgot to put it out. Oh, first he goes, how come Sandy, Sandy Cohen has to be the best dad ever? Yeah. Under his breath. Great line. Great line. It's such a great line. Yeah. And so then he tells him the truth and he said, I smoked a joint and accidentally didn't put it out. And he does this like look where he's yeah. kind of looks over and sa- and and Sandy goes, thanks for coming clean. <laughs> I'm very concerned about this line. And I was like, in capitals, I know no dad that would react like that. My dad would never have reacted like that. It would have been like, shit. My dad would have been like, why'd you take my joint? <laughs> Oh, that, shots fired. Okay. <laughs> Catching strays. But then he, he does explain in that scene about, he sits down, he's like, this line thing is kind of confusing. And he was like, yeah, dad, I tried to, but then you were so busy and I didn't want to upset mom. So you can, now I was like, okay, finally some clarity. His mom is a recovering alcoholic. Yeah. He's doing things that he's like, I'm this teenager, how confusing it must be for someone who's like, this is the age I'm supposed to be doing this. Mm-hmm. But yet, I can't tell my parents about it because of the, I mean, I kind of then had some clarity. What do you think? I mean, I, I thought, <laughs> I thought at the end of this scene, I thought, man, it's hard to be a kid. I think that human life is confusing to our youngest people. Mm-hmm. And I think that Sandy is an example of what kind of parent we can be, that you can be more of a witness to your child's own life rather than a, framer and manipulator I of like their how you're putting that. point of view, particularly right. as the children get older and you give them a car. Like you can't give a kid car keys and then be like, you drove where, you know, like right. logically you can emotionally and you can guide them. But I, I don't know. I, I definitely would aspire to be the kind of parent who's like, wow, you got a lot going on. Well, because he did, I mean, it, I could take the opinion that he got off scot-free, yeah. but, but because Sandy isn't reacting with ego and anger and fear, he's reacting yeah. with what, like what you said, this kid is on his journey. Mm-hmm. And we too, he said, we both screwed up, Seth. He's, he's so when, and especially for kids, when two parents aren't in that parental role where the kid feels comfortable and yeah. safe with them, things are going to happen that kind of go by the wayside or slip through the, you know, slip through their fingers, whatever it is. And it would, yes, I think that anybody that um, reacts in what a traditional way, like probably a lot of parents would do, a punitive way mm-hmm. and an anger way, a lot of times there are people that are trying to control the world anyway. Mm-hmm. And you know you can't just control the world. So stop trying to control, let your kid be on their journey with some parameters. I was surprised he didn't say, I think normally Sandy would have said, okay, but we're going to have to ground you or something. But mm-hmm. he said, but this is still a serious thing, hundreds of thousands of dollars in damage. and But I don't want anything to ruin this day. And that right there is, what an amazing dad. Yeah. Let's not right. damper this day. Yeah. Because it could have easily. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I couldn't do that. No, no. way. No. I'd be like, let me ruin this day for you. <laughs> yeah, because you negatively impacted me. No, yeah. you're just like, every day, I'm a day ruiner. Well, Absolutely. I, this this episode again, it just has so many things that tie up nicely, mm-hmm. and we have a lot of hanging out, and um, that's when Marissa pulls you aside to um, to tell you the news, right? She wants to tell yeah. you in that room. Yeah, the scene we talked about. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. was very very hard. It is a kind of a cute idea that 
I guess she was this societal girl that was probably going to be not necessarily below deck, right? Below deck med. Below deck med. Who watches it? Who knows it? You know what? There's nothing better. (laughs) When I finished the OC, I went on river trips. I was river rafting. And then I you were peeling potatoes? Totally. (laughs) I I literally went on, they call it um, swamper. Like you're literally the gopher, the swamper where you carry people's bags. And at one point I was on this trip and these people were like, is that Julie Cooper carrying my bag? (laughs) I was like, yep. This is really weird. I'm like, no, that's what I wanted. It was like being on a big hit TV show, doing red carpets. And I was like, this is what I need to do. I need wow. to kind of ground myself and do something else That's and nice. be of service. That's really funny visual, though. People like <laughs> oh, river rafting. Like, um, is Julie I carrying would, my bag? I would go so far as to say that Mindy would have ruined my trip personally. <laughs> I would have been like, get TV out of my rafting trip right now. <laughs> Like, I didn't bring my TV for a reason. Get her out. I'm carrying my own bag. Because here I am, just a walking TV. Get TV out of here. Oh, my God. But can I tell you, on the first trip I did, it was, I remember we did this trip, and it was not too long after the show had ended. Yeah. And somebody, and we were having fun, drinking, and literally somebody asked me about, you know, Marissa dying, and I started sobbing. (gasps) Drunk crying. (laughs) 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 And I was realizing it was stuck with me because I mean, I was like, is this acting? I just love that you're telling that on a river rafting trip. Well, they were my friends. We were all together, but. What if it wasn't and there were just people and you're like, ah, Marissa died. (laughs) She died. It was was really sad. I I was like, it was really sad. It was sad. That anyway. is sad. It's fu- anyway, I could not watch the whole. So there's scenes you guys are going to have to maybe okay. tell me about. I might cry, but you're going to have to explain them we'll to me. We'll get there. We'll get there. So Volchek's in his van, hiding out like a little hermit that he is. And Heather shows up with some clothes. She's kind of like, you know. Yeah. She has to tell him, it's Marissa. She's the like, best thing that ever really happened to you. On? Yeah. And you regret letting her go. Poor Heather. Heather's got a tough role she in this episode. A, I mean, she does she's got to like get him going in a direction and then try and get him to turn around almost immediately. Yeah. I mean, she was just almost accosted or almost sexually assaulted. Oh, yeah, assaulted you missed this part. By her, his friends. I read she's it still in hanging a recap out. Before, I turned, before I fired up the episode, I read the recap. You recaps. actually read all the recaps? Yeah, yeah. yeah you guys, I take this Preparation, too seriously. My too friends. seriously. Also, I know I'm going to have to cover for you the whole uh, well, time. Obvi- that's why you're here. The only reason you're here. That's right. <laughs> I'll cry your tears when we get to the sad, the real sad stuff. I'm ready. I'm waiting. <laughs> Crocodile but tears. I, I thought Volchek's, you know, he's really, really desperate, clearly. But then when Heather goes, why don't you just take off? You can get the money. And she, because she knows. She goes, this is Marissa. You need to, this girl has gotten to you. And all I could think was, Every single guy that's ever been involved with Marissa, except Seth, is obsessed with her. Yeah. He's not, obs- you know, just Maybe friends. Seth was obsessed with her. I mean, who knows? Who's yeah. to say? That would be a pretty deep track, though, because it really doesn't come out at all. <laughs> <laughs> I know. They barely hug at the, at the scene at yeah, the pool. Yeah, he doesn't want to touch her at the pool. Yeah. So you go, the, I don't the know the pool goes, scene. What happens at the summer pool, goes, you guys? We'll tell you. I'm asking. God, Rachel. Oh, we'll get there. Sorry. We'll get Sorry, there. Sorry, Mindy. Okay. <laughs> She's used to it. Um, so when Seth and Ryan walk into the harbor, hi, one last time, time. and they're in their robes and the heckler shows up. (laughs) You're wearing a dress. Yeah. It's like, you're literally wearing the same thing. He goes, yeah, "Yeah, but it doesn't matter. That was probably Zach's best friend a couple of months before. 1000%. Yeah. That's actually who replaced you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. 
But then, but Summer is at this point. I I keep missing these little parts. She's like, "Is everything okay at home?" Right. And I mean, she's so concerned because there. At first, she was like, "Is he even going to be able to graduate?" Right. Like, what do you know? I mean, those are kind of things. Those being arrested, burning down a building, being arrested might prevent you from graduating. Mm-hmm. So Summer, yeah. he's like, "No, no." Cohen, Sandy Cohen and I got a little man boy loving going on. So those are good. But then Marissa pulls Ryan aside ah, to tell her this scene because you remember <laughs> Ryan tried to take off on a fishing boat. And she's like, what do you think? Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that. And, and she says, what do you think? You think it's stupid? And he was like, no, it's actually really it's a oh. good idea. And I thought what it was really like, sweet. Why, why is it that like unconditional love? From a person, once you understand how difficult it is to give the love, is so compelling to watch. Do you know what I mean? Look at you just yeah. coming Why up is that, with though? all of That's the a thing. That is a real thing, right? Yes. If you watch a person it's like they give really... someone love, even though it's difficult for them to give it, oh, But that's how you it. know you really love someone yes. is when you can be like, that is absolutely the best thing for you yes. to do yes. and support it. Yes. Even if selfishly it's not what you want. Ryan and Marissa's scene. Oh, you keep getting hit with that. Are you okay? I want to be right up on it. I mean, <laughs> it just right keeps like it. smacking you in the mouth with the microphone. Well, sorry, this He's is only a little my excited, third guys. Episode. He's a little but, excited, but you know, he did say, "I want to take you to the airport." Yeah, he wants um, to I take, be the last person wants, you see. Dude, she wants it too, and I want that uh, too. Uh, so now here we go. Here's the graduation <sighs> montage: speeding cars by Imogen Heap. The second time I watched this, this music just got yeah. me and no, i started no. taking photos Instantly, of it no. i love the home movie kind of whole no. aspect of it just and as soon as it starts it's, it's so meta it's over. like you guys the four of you were so something for the audience that was beyond the show at the time start crying. it's like and the, picturing this it. montage acknowledges that this montage acknowledges that like only four people are really graduating, not the other. I mean, students. there were you know like I mean? 600 like, other people there, but yeah. like, sure. There's only yeah. 30 in the class, though. Yeah. So, but, but, and when Seth, when Sandy goes, Sethy. <gasps> yeah. You Sethi. guys, I can't. <laughs> and you did some cheering for, you Marissa. Stood for up, Marissa. You straight up hoot, hooted and hollered. Mm-hmm. Well, and because we see that Julie, you know, she was so misguided, but she really is like, it's such a, big deal when you think of everything that's gone on with marissa and now she gets to see her graduate yeah and like like seth or sorry sandy and kirsten only just recently found out that seth's been doing all this like naughty shit yeah and so i think they always knew he was gonna graduate i guarantee you julie from where she's been from and seeing what her daughter's been through from tijuana drugs alcohol all this stuff she didn't know if her daughter was going to make it to graduation. Yeah. And the bittersweetness of what's, gonna, it was what's coming. It was really cute because when Misha, when Marissa graduates, Misha was so cute. She like waves and it was like really Misha. Like I saw like a little oh, Misha yeah. moment in her wave as she graduated and that got me too. I was like, <sighs> motherfucker. Well, and as an actor, those, these, I was, the other thing I was thinking as I was watching the montage was like, I, those, m- moments are hard to fill because they say right. we're going to set up the cameras and the lights and then you guys just like you know be your characters and you're like well i usually just learn the lines and say them mm-hmm. like i don't mm-hmm. you know 
and we're going to shoot, uh, di- you know, we're going to record dialogue too. So make sure it's kind of in the neighborhood of what you'd be saying at your high school graduation. You're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> but it worked out, man. It's it. I remember us really having fun. And when the yeah. pictures were being, t- like we were just being us and yeah. like goofing around and, you know, having fun together. And yeah. while I was watching it, my only note was, where's Zach? <laughs> Well, we were I, on the same page. I was watching with some subtitles, and I took this picture, Rachel. What is it? It's a picture. This is... <laughs> is that what we say to each other? Melinda's showing me a picture of Adam and I, and... <laughs> this... <laughs> you can read it. Let's have Cassidy read it. Here. Uh, Rachel's saying, I know you, and Adam is saying, I'm being nasty, question mark? <laughs> <laughs> this is the subtitles. I mean, you get... Because you can't hear anything. I don't quite understand what's going on The last time I was there. here, there was a whole subtitle revelation also. I forgot about she that. She loves the That's subtitles. That's your professional tool. Yeah, hers. Well, yeah. I and still don't use them. I probably should. I turn them off immediately. Sometimes YouTube just turns them on. I'm like, get out of here. Yeah, well, it's hard. Because, it's distracting. It's, it's interesting what it picks up. And and apparently Adam or Seth is always saying some little nasty thing to you. Uh, I mean, that tracks. Yeah, I was going to say that. I know exactly what that's about. <laughs> I mean, that definitely tracks. But then how, let's give it up for Autumn Reeser doing this speech. Um, Her languages. I mean, when she speaks Korean, she's right. speaking Latin, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. she says, well, I'm not going to speak Latin. Ill- oh. Can you do it? Michael's going to Michael? do it. No, no, I can't. me non, non- carborundum. Comprundum. Don't let the bastards get you down. Yeah. Here's a, why don't you tell that fun no, fact? No, you can do it. Oh, I'll do it. Yeah. Fun fact: there is another Latin riff translation from above. Nolite te bastardes carborundorum. Oh boy! Which was written in Margaret Atwood's <laughs> *The Handmaid's Tale* in 1985, and has become a rallying cry for the TV series. <laughs> no, I'm going to let you do the part that's probably your words. So, no, I think Katie wrote this. Well, oh, of Katie course. wrote this. She wanted to know if the she um, asked if Josh was a fan of *Handmaid's Tale* because Margaret Atwood. Ah, uh, yes, and ah. Ryan Atwood. Yeah, and Josh said no. Oh, Ryan Atwood was not named after Margaret. Oh, Atwood. I thought you said he was *Handmaid's Tale*. I was no, about to you say you thought I said he was. <laughs> yeah. Wow, I really wish you would have answered that question. Like, yes, Ryan Atwood was named after Margaret Atwood. Yeah, because Josh like Schwartz a, is such a fan. Yeah. I of Handmaid's Tale. With it, I feel like it's an series. easy yes if you're him now. You just say yes, just even, say though, yes. even if it wasn't true. <laughs> okay, so they go to dinner, and oh. this so. They go to dinner and <laughs> okay? Sandy has it's this brutal. pretty epic speech. I, there was another funny thing. Oh, my gosh. At the very beginning, the subtitle is you can't. I think the subtitle Sandy says something I hear in the background. You hear him say, well, you can't be part racist. Yeah. Yeah. You're not. That yeah, is what he I says. Heard it, right? I heard it. I, heard it, yeah, yeah, I he thought the same thing. That. And I'm like, did he just say like, yeah. What? Yeah. I don't know what that was, you know, in the script or if they were. That in. was Peter like improving. Yeah. Such an odd improv. Yeah. So, I feel like it was him improving. Like, I feel like that is something Peter would be like, I'm just going to say you can't be yeah. part racist. Yeah, right? yeah, that would be a weird thing to write. Like, now you did like, some really? network notes on that script. Like, yeah. yeah. I'm just going right. to write this for you. The top of the scene. I actually think that what he, my, what I quickly thought when I heard it was that he's chastising someone for telling a racist joke and saying, look, if you tell those kind of jokes, you, that, you are I racist. I love that you go there with it. You're like, where did this come I from? I do. I write he a whole. He was telling a, whole, a joke. Yeah. Someone well, told a joke. And, and this was his react response. Yeah, I mean to it. Sandy Cohen also. But who has that kind of time in their mind? He has a very heartwarming speech. I know. I mean, this is definitely one of those speeches that kind of sums up what this this exposition, but kind of sums up what's been going on. That the 
the last few years have been a little rough. There's been tragedy, comedy, first loves, and broken hearts. Family members were lost and found. It hasn't been all perfect, but we are all family here. Now, when he said that, I was like, I was like, wait, it's Julie? Because I always felt like um, Julie wasn't really a part of it. But then I was like, oh, she's with Dr. Roberts now, which makes, so there really is this family connection dynamic going on. And then we cut to Rachel Bilson playing Summer Roberts with tears streaming down her eyes. And Seth, like, it was so, like, I was like, that's Rachel. That was you, right? Just, I mean, I was there. <laughs> but no, I just felt like sometimes we have to, like, work it up and act, you know. But was I crying? Oh, you were just sobbing. You're like, it's all coming to an end. Oh, I yeah. just saw that I was wearing the dress that Robin gave me. Yes. When she was here. Yeah. That's still in the back of my car. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, no, good that it's still in my, I just haven't brought it into the oh. house. I have it. I should have brought it in. Yes. So then Marissa and Julie have a sidebar because Marissa's like, now she has to tell Julie yeah. about yeah. this. I'm really glad that. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. So she's like, it's okay, honey. I already know. She's like, you do? Yeah. She's like, yeah. Yeah, I cried for this scene. Did you? Yeah, because when did? Caitlin comes in, it's like all these hard, like, um, dangerous slash harmed, tra- traumatized and traumatic people <laughs> all hugging at the same time. I just, <laughs> ah! So this is where, first, first of all, she gives her the biggest fat pearls I've ever seen. I like that you're like, pi- if pirates, what do you say? It was funny. She says you can always booty you can you can if barter it you can barter it with pirates you mentioned pirates because she's yeah. going on a ship and it was funny yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah this she's i was funny. a fan i look i looked this up i was like how much would this um thing actually go for and it's like two much? or three grand or something like that probably. i mean that's not nothing the no. pearl necklace yeah but i thought my performance here was odd in that i was watching it yeah. like i didn't notice the first time and the second time i was like why don't you look so scared like i was like kind of like there was a, like something when when she came up and I, instead of like I don't know what it was but I felt like it was Julie was nervous or I was the performance felt odd to me Maybe I don't know because you me. said just because you knew what was happening in the yeah. episode I didn't think it was odd I have a question though do you think that it was a pearl necklace just to support the pirate joke <laughs> yes. Maybe. yes I think that's a great how, how do you come up with these pithy <laughs> observations because I think you're exactly right yeah <laughs> That's a great, that is a, that is a great observation. <laughs> You're like human is. being in the human condition and life and yeah. love and family but also why, and why parenting. Pearls? Yes. That's These why. are the questions I ask. Yeah. No, I think they're the same thing. I think or, we're both detectives. Or a pearl necklace. Yeah. I for mean, a pirate joke. Oh, to serve a pirate joke. No, Not where I was going with was that one. She was thinking something else. Not where I was going oh, with that one. Oh, God. So. <laughs> Mindy, just to go back to something uh, yes. appropriate. Yes. Um, <laughs> I wrong podcast. <laughs> I thought I thought that um, I noticed like probably it, it, the thing you're talking about as as but I wasn't you, so I have compassion for what you're seeing when you're watching yourself so much for your job now. God bless you. But <laughs> um, what I thought was Julie's not a mom in any sort of like. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean. She's a, she's a she, she's not she doesn't have a traditional. That's right. There's so her vibe is always gonna be teenager. Yeah, too. just like you know, fifteen minutes off. You know, it's <laughs> just all the time. Even when it should be more centered. She's not Sandy. She, she's not Sandy. Yeah, you're definitely not Sandy. But that's why the character you, there already is a Sandy. Yeah, you can't okay. be Sandy. 
No, it was a, like it was. There was this moment where I was like, <laughs> make make another when, when Caitlin joke. came up and she says, "I already knew," and I was like, "You, you did?" Like all of a sudden, <laughs> it was this like, I don't, I don't. She felt like this little mouse or something. Yeah. She felt very vulnerable. She felt very, and I was like, "What's going on there?" I mm. felt like it was more Mindy or something. But this is actually a great little scene when Taylor comes to say goodbye. And she says, she's like, you're not going to even go to the party. And she's like, no, we're going to go to Taiwan and, and decommission some mines in the DMZ. And then she says, but thank you for letting me be second tier. What's the term? Inner, uh, in, uh, huh? four, inner right? circle. Doesn't... Well, she says second tier. Um, Whatever that means. Uh-huh. And she says, well, I think it's time for you to be in the... Um... It's like when Brody told me the first year that I was much lower on the totem pole. Did he? Yes. Oh <laughs> when did he tell you that? First season. On set? Oh, no, he said that's because I'm higher on the totem pole than you. Uh-oh. That was Brody's humor, though. He was being of course. funny. Sometimes facts are facts. funny. He was at, the one, at that point, probably. No, he definitely was. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, what a dick. But then he says, no, I think it's time for you to be the inner circle. She's like, oh, my God. Stoked, yeah. Which is very cute. This is where I sign off, guys. This is this was it. This was it for me. Well, you can read what happens. Oh no, actually, maybe it's not. Let's see. Where where are we? (laughs) So Marissa, I see Ryan get the car. That already happened. So Volchek calls and he says to her, "I need to." Oh yeah, no, I saw this. Yes, I need to see you. And she's like, "No." And he says, and he she says, "Don't threaten me, Ryan." He says, "Well, you better ask him about the car we stole." Then we see Don or at. In between that, I guess Don has given Ryan a car, which is so cool. And I was oh. with Adam because I he used to have cars like that. And I'm like, what kind I of car love is that? that car? It's, it's a, a Land, Land Cruiser. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rad, yeah, it's a pretty rad car. Right? Yeah. It's a yeah. rad car. Yeah. So that, also, it had to be a cheap car. Right. Well, we we know how the episode ends, oh. you guys. It had to be uh, something we could. Yeah. Huh? I was right. watching and I was like, it's I really cool. I thought you were cool, making kind like, of like a weird classist car. comment about a fictional character. I was like, okay, we you know get I it. Don't she go doesn't that have deep, as much Michael, money as you over guys. this. Pearl necklace. <laughs> Come on now. We should have like just a special pearl necklace <laughs> riff at the end of the episode for <laughs> bonus subscribers or whatever you guys have here. And we'll do a whole pearl necklace thing. Okay. Just ideas. Pitch it. Write it down on the little window between us. <laughs> and the all right, pearl necklace. Okay. Because I do have some stuff for that. I'm like, okay, okay can't wait <laughs> to hear what you don't have. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, yes. so it was a wonderful thing. And we don't I, see a rad Ryan, car. We don't see Ryan get that excited about too many things. Yeah, he and, was super stoked. And it was oh. really sweet. And, and I mean, in high school, though, that is the car you would want. Like, it's so cool. And yeah. The, and these guys, right? neither one of them have cars. Because no. in that next scene, when, don't you think that's weird? They're like really wealthy community and like they don't have, they just drive the parents' Range Rover. Like, it's weird, right? Well, and then because there's a, and maybe there's a reason for that, but I thought that was also a fun line where um, Seth the next day was like, what, you got a car? I'm the spoiled one. I'm yeah. supposed to be the spoiled <laughs> one. I've been waiting three years for a car, yeah. which I think sometimes I think it's a good, it's a good thing. Like my parents never bought me a car. No. I had to drive the 64 Volvo, which yeah. I hated, but apparently it was very cool. Yeah. I would mm. find, we sold it at some point and I'd see it around LA. Some guy would be driving the it around. The same exact one? Yeah. Oh, heartbreaker. Yeah, and it had those like, <laughs> How did really, you know? Did it, it have a, like pink stripes? No, well, it was a specific blue color and okay. it had that very, there. it was a um, like a station, a station wagon Volvo 64 uh-huh. and it had those small surfer windows. Like you could. Oh yeah. yeah. I would see it around. But it was, oh, it was a rad car. That sounds rad. I thought it was cool. Or after I saw <laughs> when I got older. I did have a car. 
You know, I got to say, I was given a car on my Sweet 16 on the day. Not a moment too (laughs) soon. You know, I thought about this too. The Coens had a lot of cars and it was very unspecific. Sometimes they had Range Rover. Sometimes they had Lexus. Mm -hmm. And I have a feeling it depended on what was sponsoring because Lexus was a sponsor. The few times that I've done a show with multiple seasons, those things are exactly that. They're all tie-ins and... What can we get and how much does it cost? Although I do remember somebody blowing my mind on set one day of this job. Somebody was like, they put a Lamborghini in the background of a shot or something. And they were like, yeah, this only cost us 10 grand. And I was like, who cares what car is in the background? Like, we know it's season two. Everybody knows you're in Newport Beach. Why are they paying 10 grand for it? But there was some sort of deal with it. Yeah. Well, and Caleb had a a really interesting story. Or no, no. (laughs) Thank uh, you for sharing. Caleb had the Aston Martin, that light blue. Oh, yeah. I remember there was, yeah, I didn't know what that was. Uh, That was the day I learned that that was a kind of car. I I remember Adam, my husband, he did commercials, and there's one of the most expensive cars in the world, not a Bugatti, or is it called a Bugatti? That sounds like a car. Just the insurance for the the day was 60,000. Oof. Just the insurance. So, yeah, it's it's a very wasteful industry. Can't justify that. You know, some of these things. Anyway, can be. But um, let's talk about capitalism. What are we saying? We <laughs> feel like we're finding something. Yeah. So, Caitlin, how funny is this? Uh, this song, Bossy by Kellis. Kalise. Kalise. There you go. No problem. See, that's why we need you. This is why I'm here. Because I'm <laughs> <laughs> solely the reason. But what? Well, if- no, there's two. What's the other one? Pearl necklace. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and he brought it home. Yeah, but I'm fine. But when she says that she's taking over the. Um, you know, she's taking over Marissa's room. Yeah. And she's like, look, everyone always thought of me as Marissa's little sister. And now I can rule Harbor. And she's like, is this going to stay these abs up on the wall? Yeah. She's like, places of worship. That yeah. was my favorite part of the montage. Street sign that said places of worship. Oh my God. Is that what it said? <laughs> yeah. I didn't see There's that. a couple of things in there. One of them is places of worship. <laughs> I loved it. Oh, yeah. And, and Julie, I mean, Julie knows how to handle Kayla and she's just like okay this will be interesting it's a different child moving right along we Marissa gives Brian the necklace, the necklace. and they're gonna go pa- they're gonna they're do gonna it upon together. it to give the money to Volchuk this is great I mean that them doing some things together when like he's let Marissa in on what yeah. happened she's like I'm gonna miss bossing you around I mean there's just this this lightness to like this one last time we're gonna do it together yeah you know it yeah. is like you know, and then Seth, and then Kirsten talks to Seth. Another, another one of these like scenes where she's like, "It's fine," like way too understanding, and I love her, but not way well. Too but she's also, you know, has her vices right while going on. Right when she says, "I think the fire is the best thing that happened to us," mm. and Seth's like, "Well, then I did it on purpose." Okay, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, wow, you know, he got off so well Easy. because he's got yeah. the best parents. But you know what? I love parents that take responsibility for their own things. And yes, I cannot relate. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so then Volchuk comes to. Uh... Oh wait, no. Oh. He comes to meet Ryan to get the money. Yes, right, right. And Ryan meets him to give him the money, and he just wants to talk to Marissa. Like he's begging to talk to Marissa Volchuk, and Ryan is like, no. And yeah. they speed and off. Then, speed off. Well, yeah. then he sees Marissa tries to talk to her. They speed off. And now he's getting really he's getting heated, desperate. Yeah. And and as he as the car drives away, all I could think of was he's embarrassed, he's desperate, he's ego driven, and somebody ran over his puppy when he was little. Yeah, like that's just, where you went with like his puppy got ran over. Yeah, 
because that's he's carrying <laughs> that with him his whole life. Yeah. His wow. something happened in his childhood. Definitely was... puppy energy. I wrote that down too. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Now, now this is where I'm out. Julie says goodbye to Marissa. Oh, okay. God. And I remember this scene so specifically and just being, like I said before, and before we started, being so blown away by Misha's presence in the mm. scene mm. because, you know, here Julie's saying, you know, Everything I did, I did it for you. Good, bad, or ugly. And then I did that thing with Luke, and then I did that thing with Ryan. <laughs> it's just really funny. <laughs> but everything was about you. And she cuts her off, and she's like, Mom, I just love you. <gasps> oh, my and, God. And she was... There's sometimes, you know, as actors, we have to pull it. We have to pull it from ourselves. But when you're actually in a partnership with the other person mm-hmm. that pulls it out of you, mm-hmm. this scene was like that. Yeah. You know, Oof. so... It was, uh, <sighs> well, you spend, like you said, you spend so much time together at a certain point, the writing will align with sometimes the, your familial relationships that you develop as a result of being on set together. Right. Right. Yeah. That's nice when it is, it's like, it makes the job easy. This wasn't, the, the stakes were high for us personally too. Mm-hmm. And it was, there was a definite energy on set of this being like losing a part of the family Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it, and it was, and it was, it wasn't like we were all happy, go lucky going, Hey, how's it going? I said, you know, it, it definitely was a somber feeling. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can't even watch it. Yeah. Wait, so we decided to skip the graduation party and hang out one last time and there's a montage. Yes. Yes. There's a pool montage. Montages. So yeah, you I was, would not have. I could not have gotten past. I could not. It was the that. cutest montage. Yeah, it was really cute, especially why because yeah, no. I was being funny. Yeah, you were being funny. You were being cute. You were doing like going snap. <laughs> um, but I, I didn't know she was gonna. <laughs> die. You didn't know she was gonna die. <laughs> what? No, I thought. Oh my god! You, you know we were on this show, and like you know, it was like a thing. Are you sure? You never... Tell me more about that. Tell me more about that, Rachel. <laughs> you never knew, like in the publicity or you never the read show, it you or never saw heard it. about it. I didn't remember that she had expired. It... So when <laughs> she says, "I'm going to work on the boat," I was like, oh, she's, "She's sailing gonna... away from the show. She's leaving oh, the I show. Love this. Job done. You're the best person for this podcast. Yes, total moron. <laughs> That's not a big deal. Just a complete clean slate." <laughs> Oh, a 39-year-old Alzheimer's, just like, no idea where he I is. Oh, the it. pool, when it's like, we're at the pool. So, you, so Marissa I know has an scene. idea. I, Marissa has the idea to go to the model home and the and play in the pool. And, and this is where we're actually playing and having playing. fun and we're eating in and out and yes. all that. Oh, yeah, so it's I have, amazing. I've seen it. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I was there. And you I've filmed seen it. it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I felt it. And it was very funny <laughs> because they revealed that. I was um, wearing my own bathing suit. I think this is the one where I had my personal bathing suit on. Okay. You I did. know that's interesting. I noticed that. I know, when I, was watching it, I was like, I know that's, that's really important in this particular episode. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But then they were, they're going back, um, you know, from the first party and it's revealed right. that, Ugh. that summer actually invited Ryan and Seth was like, what? And he's like, I do not like this walk down memory lane. He's getting more and more embarrassed, but it's kind of funny. And then one of the better things that Ryan says is, what does he say? He calls you a biatch. Yeah. What does he say? He calls yeah, yeah. you a biatch. Yeah, biatch. It's cute. It's very fun and it's very satisfying. Look at your face. Well, I'm reading the next scene. So then when, <laughs> when it's time to say goodbye to Summer, 
that scene was like this. a very. I remember crying. Yeah. They were real. They were yeah. real. Yeah. Yeah. I love you. I love you. No. I mean, I think, you know, I, it's one of those things because when doing research for this podcast, I read so much. Um, there's essays, there's interviews, mm. there's comments, there's people discussing all this. And people wanted to, were wondering if like we all had um, affection for each other. And mm. we did. Mm. We absolutely did. This was not easy. Well, well, uh, yeah, no, <laughs> I, I think I know what you meant. Everyone hated me and you all agreed about that. And that's what made you join together. Right. Yeah, to you, totally. To we're that's really bitch. what we're totally bonded over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, and so- I killed <laughs> Marissa. Yes. Somehow also. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Exactly. Definitely yeah. look like Volchuk. Then Marissa <laughs> says, it's time okay. for me to say goodbye. <laughs> and and she walks into the model home. And when we catch up with her, she's like sobbing mm-hmm. and remembering way back when. And this scene between these two, you know, my mind just goes to... I mean, even though it's only a few short years, but when you're working together eight days a week it's or 12. eight days an episode for that many, you're, you know someone very, very closely. Mm. And so I see, I actually see Ben and Misha in this scene. Me too. hundred percent. Totally. And also the amount that your guys' lives changed in yes. that amount of time. Like you lived a whole adult life in, two, you know, three years. Right. Three calendar years. Yeah, definitely. Life changed. I instantly thought that. Yeah. yeah. So she asks him if he thought they would ever actually be together. <gasps> she says when we first met, Dude. she says, or that, that night, did you think we'd ever be together? And mm-hmm. he says, who says it won't? Yeah. What if we end up together? And that, what did you think at that moment? Did you think, oh, there's hope for them? hundred percent. I just thought she's going to go on this boat and then, and then. I love that you thought she was just going to go on a boat. hundred percent thought she was going on the boat. I knew Misha left the show. I didn't know the circumstances or any of the like. This is priceless. Scuttlebutt. And I was like, yeah, he's right. And if the show hadn't ended after four, I knew that it had ended after four. So if it hadn't ended after four, yeah, maybe she could have come back, you know, like who knows? I don't know. Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. And she says, I'm so, and she's, but this she, is why it was horribly painful for me. Also, Mindy, you need to understand. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> we didn't warn you. You were going to come on for the prom, but we had um, Uncle Mike on who directed oh, it. Oh, Uncle yeah. Mike. But then, yep. uh, but she says, I'm sorry for everything. And he says, I wouldn't have done it any different. Yep. And y- more except unconditional maybe love. Oliver. <laughs> more except unconditional maybe Oliver, love. Which is a good joke. Well, and, and this is like, and it's an interesting thing that, Brian is the happiest, literally, we've seen. And, and, and I think a lot of that has to do, and I just got chills, with that mother love and seeing, knowing that his mom is okay. Because that is such a deep hole that mm. has hopefully been filled up a little bit mm. now seeing how good his mom is and reconnecting with her and college. And, and so this is like literally the happiest, most peaceful we've seen, Ryan. Mm. That's my take on it. Then when Seth brings uh, Summer to his room with this huge, gigantic box, which is her graduation gift, I guess. It's his acceptance letter. Yes. Mm. She's like, it's, there's nothing in here. <laughs> I don't know why they just chose to put you in this huge box. But uh, yeah, put he's going to me go- in a huge box? I, they put me in a box? Well, yeah. it's this huge box. And I'm in it? So she's like, he's th- she goes, it's empty. And he says, no, it's not. And then she, you crawl into oh, yeah, it okay, and that get makes the sense. letter that out. That's, I got it. And, uh, and they... Um, 
He says Risi he's going to RISD in January. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So the second semester. And he says, I'm sorry. And she's like, it's okay. Like everyone is like, Seth, it's okay. And you know what? More unconditional love because you came forward. We love you. Being without you, I think, was so painful that, yes, let's move on. Yeah. And when people, I think what's interesting about a lot of this, when we, we look at these characters, are like, we, can, we can't let that go. Well, you know what? People who can't let go are not evolved mm-hmm. because it's the past. Mm-hmm. You could just, it's like, let it go, move on. Mm-hmm. As long as people are going to hopefully try not to do that behavior again. Mm-hmm. So anyway. I'm just reading. <laughs> there was more <laughs> improvs about um, hormones at the end yeah. too, in the box. <laughs> Yeah, there's. A, I was I was watching with Adam last night, and he was giggling about a. About a and I said, Adam literally buttons every scene with an improv. Yeah, especially in this episode. And they always use them. Yeah, they do always use. Especially them. Matt Ramsey was talking about it, and Jeff Grantsow was talking about the fact that he said, "They always out of any it. actor I've ever edited." Oh, calm down. It's Adam Brody. <laughs> is the one but his who career actually ended right after this show. So <laughs> who knows what, what he even means? So okay, let's get to the end. You guys, they're in. They're driving to the airport, and I love, so I love the symbolic of this sign on the road that says you're leaving Orange County, because oh. I don't know where that is, but it's like, you know, Chills. it's probably in the, I think these roads were probably somewhere, I don't know where they were, but they were probably It looks out. like Griffith Park. It, oh, did it? It looks like this it road does. I run on the north side. They're of, kind of small Did streets. you say that just so you could plug yeah, that you Yeah, I just dropped run? this in real quick. I run <laughs> a lot in mountains. <laughs> so in the meantime- Come find me. Volchek <laughs> he- and Heather have been, I guess, stalking them. And of course, he's drinking from the flask and she's like, maybe I should drive. And he's like, no way. So then we come up to Marissa and Ryan having this conversation about- you know, they're moving away is scary. Going to college is scary and that they're still going to stay in touch. And then all of a sudden this van comes up behind them. Now, what are you doing? Pull over. Let's finish this. Let's finally finish this. What are you doing? We're going to crash. It felt like I kept just saying, put on the brakes, stop the car. So so he has this big curve coming up and he can't take the curve Mm -hmm. because they're going too fast. He could have hit the brakes, but didn't the car flips ends up on another road amazing stunt by the way yeah yeah amazing i mean that car with that really went car. down that hill and, and that's why yeah. it was the land cruiser and there's yeah something incredibly My input is valuable well done in the production value that there's no sound just yep. crickets and dri- dripping gasoline mm-hmm. and ryan talking about how he serves thing i was just blown away by He's in shock, but he they decided to play this thing very quiet mm-hmm. yeah. and eerie. Yeah. Not, oh my gosh, Marissa, let me get you out. Like yeah. there's not a, any of this verbal explosion yeah. of of drama and stress. It's got to do what I got to do. Mm-hmm. I see what I have to do. And there's people in the world that are like that when things like this mm-hmm. happen, right? Yeah. Pulls her out. Well, Ryan's seen like a fireman's amount of yeah. trauma and emergency. So yeah, I job. believed in a second that he would be like, all right, I got to do the job now. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> he'd get this person out of this car. And he pulls her out and starts walking. And we instantly have this humming of It's not me. okay. It's not okay. And 
Thank you, Leonard Cohen, for that original song that everyone has covered mm. and a very interesting way to use the song. It's just this. And Imogen mm-hmm. Heap did this cover for us. And then we instantly have an image of him in the in the pilot carrying her that, Tijuana. I can't. They intercut it with it? Yeah, yes. dude. The like. What flashback, is wrong with them? It's, 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 um, I mean, here's the thing. Sometimes you get manipulated and you just have to sit there and go, you're manipulating me and I acknowledge it yeah. and I'm going to go there. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what happened to me when I watched it. <laughs> so what happened when this was happening to you? I was like, <gasps> like when they showed him in the Sobbing. pilot, they showed him do that. Uh, yeah, I was a wreck. I was You're a wreck. even talking about it and I'm going to like lose my shit. Yeah. Like it's just not, it's too emotional. It was, yeah, it was a lot. It was in my garage, my cold garage. <laughs> And it felt colder and more lonely than really? it ever had. It was so gnarly. When I read the script and then I saw it, <laughs> I remember thinking how fascinating it was that Ryan is just Marissa. Marissa. And, she's, and she plays this, don't leave. No, he's like, I got to get help. Don't leave. No, no, Ryan, don't leave. And he says, Marissa. And there's nothing really to say. It wasn't this big, long speech. It wasn't, I love you. It wasn't a goodbye. But I have heard that people who know they're going to die, mm. they know it. And she's saying, don't leave. Don't leave. How can we, like, confirm that? People that, like, know they're going to die and then they die. They know they're going to die. Like, because how could we ask them I saw them this thing recently dead? that said, um, it was a paramedic that was saying, I've been, 75% of the people in, a, in an ambulance say, I feel like I'm going to die. He's and like, then they do? A lot of them do. Whoa. So they know, so a lot of people know. And when you know something, something's really wrong. I will say something, this is super eerie. And the kid I knew was, I mean, he was murdered or whatever. But like, as he was dying, he was like, I don't want to die. I'm like scared oh, because he could feel, okay, this is so more, I yeah. can't. Michael, talk. Well, I will say about this scene with, with him holding her, I mean, first of all, incredible performances, like top to bottom, unbelievable. It's shock. It's just. She doesn't want him to leave her. Yeah. And that's, the writing is wonderful too, because he should leave. Like really her best shot. Yeah. Like once he gets her away from that car, if she, you know, just. She kind of goes out pretty (laughs) fast Functionally, she does. She would have died alone on that street. Right. But the thing that would keep him there is their history that the audience, we have witnessed. I mean, that's really what she's saying. Well. She's saying, you're my safety. She's saying, I know I'm going to die right now. At least be with me me as I slip away. That's my interpretation. And and he's like, basically, oh my gosh, I'm about to cry. (laughs) Fuck. I can't look at you because I'll cry. I can't look at you. Basically. It's okay to cry, Rachel. It's not Um, okay to cry, man. But he's literally saying to her, he's literally (laughs) saying, when she says, don't leave, he's literally like, I have to be here for your last breath. Okay, so. Just watch it. I think what we're doing here is really pitching this episode to people. <laughs> totally. <laughs> they should definitely also, we're giving them a watch clear this. In their on cold this garage yeah. is where they should watch this episode. Oh, man. We're actually going to do the podcast for this show from the cold garage <laughs> for season four. Come on back. Let's roll an ad. <laughs> oh. So as we leave, there's a as she passes away, there's the flashback from the pilot of Dude, Sandy and Ryan seeing her as they pull away yeah. at the end of the pilot. 
Yeah, so. she's just, yeah, and in, in the pilot, she's just awkwardly standing there. <laughs> and it's so horribly awkward and, like, it's so her when they show it again in this episode. So oh. I wanted to talk, I wanted to say some of these things. I think it's really important to hear, to discuss a couple of these things, because Josh couldn't be here. But, you know, that he he had all these quotes. There was so, so the ramifications of Marissa dying were really interesting because he said, you know, that the Ryan and Marissa character characters had become a stranglehold around the show and they couldn't figure out any way to break out of it. Like that was this. These were now there. There's a timeline of him talking about the show as up until recently. And there were a bunch of reasons they made the decision. Some were creative and some were practical. And then as the show went on, as the years went on, did he regret killing Marissa? And he said, it's just something that gives you pause. And the idea of letting her come full circle to have some kind of salvation or closure, it really resonates with me now. I think this was in 2016. He said it was hard. It was hard to end the series and not have her be a part of it too. Mm. And the day after it aired or the night it aired, there was a real outcry from the contingency of the fans. Some kids, some girls couldn't go to school the next day. And, and it, he didn't, he said, but Misha showed up every day, did her job, did a great job, worked really hard. So it had nothing to do with her. And it upset a lot of people in a way that the show was designed to bring pleasure. And it's and it was a very final in the way that we could never resolve it. It was a decision that was made for a lot of reasons that seemed like informed reasons at the time. And then over time, you know, that's what he dot, said. Dot, dot. He, that's what he said um, on your live when we were promoting the podcast. It's an interesting thing about the fact that once we went into season four, they we didn't our our ratings dropped like dramatically, and I don't think anybody realized how much people were tuning in to see Misha. I think creatively, it's a great great episode, and I think it was really, really powerful. Mm-hmm. But it was, uh, and it served the season next season. So there's my little thing. Mm. On that note, let's do a rapid fire with Michael Cassidy. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, guys, you ready for this? You really, I mean, I hope it's happier than what you've made me do prior to coming here. It just really sledgehammered me. And the rest of America, as you just described. So, all right, let's give it a try. First, let's run an run app. <laughs> it's so sad. Well, and then we're going to get into season four. You will watch those episodes. I watch the episodes. <laughs> They're going to be painful. Those are going to be painful? Yeah. Why? Who else dies? Because we're in grief. Oh. Well, I mean... I mean, that I can handle. Okay, good. Okay. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. Strawberry blonde or brunette? Okay. (laughs) Brunette. Water polo or comic books? (laughs) Water polo. (laughs) Vespas or bicycles? Bicycles. I'm not messing with a Vespa (laughs) ever again. Uh, Pot or booze? I I know. I was Mm. like, I spelled boo. Like, boo. Are you scared? Booze. (laughs) Pot Uh, or booze? uh, Alcohol. Booze. Marissa dead or alive? Alive. Good gracious. <laughs> Chef's hat or cowboy hat? <laughs> <laughs> Chef's hat. That's my thing. <laughs> you were the Swedish Muppet <laughs> chef. That's my thing. Imiyoki. Imiyoki. Am I saying it right? Speaking of pronunciation. Okay. Oh, Volchuk or Oliver? Volchuk. I'm, a, I'm definitely a cam guy. He killed Marissa. Um, you know, I think if, if we just talk about it from a legal uh, perspective, a creative, I, I have some issues with Ryan's choices leading up to the crash. And then I'm totally on board once the crash happens. 
But like you, I really wish that he had done something evasive. Also, he had demonstrated his physical power over Volchuk prior to that. Yeah. So just pull over and do it again. Like this guy's asking for another face rearranging. Yeah. And it's time. And he's still handsome. You know, in that scene and where he's she's still handsome, Marissa says, pull over. And Ryan says, where? So it was meant to feel like there was no, I, yeah. he, but he could have just She just stopped. wants to shoot down it, in your. I bought it narratively, <laughs> but I feel that Ryan carries some of the burden of her death. I do feel that. Well, what do you think happens in the fourth season? I don't have any idea. It, it's his, all his fault. Oh, really? He really. Oh, he, he really yeah. goes. He blames himself. He really yes. goes off the deep end. All right, good. That's appropriate. I think that's appropriate. <laughs> he, deserves, he deserves to feel yeah. that way. Okay, high school or Is college? Is Volchuk in season four? Um, excuse me. Yes. We shouldn't do the Is like he? Michael yes. Cassidy gets educated He's in season episode. four. Yes. Julie has it out for him. I thought oh. you were going to say Julie has an affair with him, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> no. all right. Well, you have to meet. You know, it's a meet cute. <laughs> uh, high school or college? Oh, college. I I had I haven't never experienced it. So you never I, experienced I, high school? Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> season two or season three? Season two, season three is dead to me. It doesn't exist. It's a horribly <laughs> dramatic thing that I did with my friends just now over the last hour and nothing else. Season oh two lives on forever. And it has oh more jokes. It has more jokes. And less death. Oh. So Trey didn't die? Oh, you guys, no, we got, Trey we'll did talk not. About. He did not die. Oh, okay. So one day you'll go back and watch this with your kids when it's appropriate. I'm going to do a podcast to- about this podcast. So I'll watch the show and then I'll do episodes. Episodes about the episodes about the episodes. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to start from the pilot with Michael Cassidy next year. Yeah. And I'll be like, you guys, this show is so good. And you know what? I'd be watching it and I'd be like, what? (laughs) Totally. Uh, Well, everybody. Cass, are you listening? Michael is a great. (laughs) Yeah, I'm pitching my. I have a podcast. Just we'll talk. You have a pearl necklace. Is what you have. Oh. Thank you so much for listening. Follow, rate, and review. Welcome to the OC Bitches, wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you like to watch us, check it out on YouTube. And you can now listen to bonus features from this episode with Michael and season one and season two of the OC Bitches on Cast Plus. Bye, bitches. Bye. That's your line. Bitches. <laughs> <laughs>